Welcome to OCBC Insights. I am Selena Ling, Chief Economist for OCBC Bank. Today, I will talk about Singapore's latest inflation data, recession risks, and also the potential policy response. Singapore's February headline CPI eased from 0.8% in January to 0.3% in February. This is also the softest inflation print since July 2019. And the main drags were clothing and footwear, recreation, healthcare, education, and housing and utilities. But more importantly, core inflation has collapsed from 0.3% year-on-year to minus 0.1% year-on-year in February. And this is the softest core inflation print since January 2010. You heard it right. That has been a 10-year low. The core CPI decline was actually due to the services cost declining amid this COVID-19 outbreak. Demand, particularly for travel and services, have fallen. With the rising number of travel restrictions and city lockdowns, this deflationary pressure may sustain in the interim period. In addition, the oil price slump has also contributed to a smaller private transport inflation, as well as lowered the cost of electricity and gas. We also see the demand shock being reflected in the cost of retail and other goods inflation. Consumer confidence has taken a big hit and Singaporeans are avoiding crowded places and practicing social distancing. We have seen this story before. If you recall during SARS, consumer confidence also tanked and public consumption declined, especially for travel, FMB and entertainment. And these segments of the CPI basket also saw deflationary pressures. So this time is no different. We basically see downside risks to both headline and core CPI for the next three to six months as well. We are expecting a further downgrade of both the official GDP growth forecast as well as the inflation forecast. This is eminent and will justify more policy easing. We have basically priced in a domestic technical recession in the second quarter of this year because the COVID-19 situation is rapidly evolving and we have seen deterioration in the global demand and dollar funding conditions as well. The softening labour market is also likely to restrain any near-term price inflation. We expect both the headline and the core inflation forecast to basically flatline this year, with both the second quarter and third quarter inflation readings likely to be mired in negative territory. This will open the door for further policy accommodation sooner rather than later. MAS has brought forward its monetary policy statement to the 30th of March instead of the usual early to mid-April timing. We expect that MAS will flatten the senior slope to neutral and possibly recenter lower as well. But before that, we will get the advanced first quarter GDP estimate on Thursday 26th of March at 8am. We are expecting first quarter growth to shrink 1.1% year on year and a more severe 8.1% quarter on quarter. In response to this, DPM Heng will also be making a a ministerial statement on the second stimulus package. What can we expect? We do expect that this second stimulus package will be significantly larger than the earlier one. In particular, we think that if there is a drawdown of $8 to possibly $12 billion for the second stimulus package, then there could be a potential tap on the reserves. This is because the accumulated fiscal reserves even after accounting for the budget 2020 is less than $8 billion. What can we expect from this package? We do think that there is room to be more generous in terms of the assistance that would be provided. 
The assistance will likely be extended from the five COVID-19 worst-hit industries such as tourism and travel to build more generalised package helping across the board corporates, especially SMEs, in terms of cost reduction. So we think that the job support scheme in particular can be enhanced from three months to six months or longer. And in particular, the quantum of 8% of payrolls could also be increased. I think net-net, there has been a lot of consistent calls from corporates for liquidity support, and we think this should be forthcoming. But that said, we do not think that further fiscal and monetary policy easing may be sufficient to save the Singapore economy from slipping into a recession in the first half of this year. So we do have to brace ourselves. Thank you for listening. This is Selina Lane, OCBC Bank. This has been a podcast from OCBC Bank. Follow us on Spotify for more episodes like the one you've just heard.